this is your official heads up that suicide is discussed throughout this episode. Nothing too intense or graphic in any way, but we are talking through the process of seeking help and addressing some signs and symptoms of suicidality. If you or someone you love is affected by this topic and you need support today, there are options. The UNC Counseling Center offers drop-in crisis appointments, which can be scheduled on their website or by calling their office at 970-351-2496. That number can also be used at any time to access after-hours crisis support. The Colorado Crisis Line is also a great resource. You can get help from them by calling 1-844-493-8255. North Range Behavioral Health also offers a wide range of support services, which we'll discuss later in the episode. You can find more information about utilizing those on their website, northrange.org. sex, drugs, and self-care. This podcast is brought to you by the University of Northern Colorado's Center for Peer Education, and it's hosted by me, Elliot. Can you believe it? Finals are almost over, summer is almost here, and at this point, we've basically done it. As much as the end of the semester means like joy and relief and celebration, it can also cause some new problems. Like any sort of readjustment after a big change can be tricky. Feelings we've been like pushing down, ignoring, avoiding through schoolwork can come back to the surface once we have some more time to process them. And in general, the big routine change of like switching from being in school versus not being in school or even just a different schedule can leave a lot of people feeling restless or aimless. Our social support structures also change. We are transitioning between classes, jobs, homes, and depending on your circumstances, like your ability to access UNC supports might change. That's why today we are highlighting an off-campus community resource and brushing up on one of the most essential pieces of mental health crisis management, which is suicide prevention. Suicide rates in America tend to spike in the summer, along with higher incidence of other risk factors that can contribute to suicide, like experimenting with new substances or just going through any of the other changes we talked about. I feel so grateful that our guest, Logan Shaw, made the time to talk with me about suicide prevention, what to expect when seeking help, and how to support your loved ones through these circumstances. Logan uses she, her pronouns, is a UNC alum, and currently works as the program coordinator of suicide education and support services at Northrange here in Greeley. Without further ado, let's get into it. Well, welcome, Logan. We're so excited to have you here. Like with summer break coming up, we were hoping to highlight more community resources for students who might not have student stuff anymore. So thanks so much for coming. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here um, and be talking with hopefully a bunch of UNC students today. Yeah, totally. So can you tell me a little bit more about your organizations like North Range Behavioral Health and Imagine Zero? Yeah, absolutely. So um, 
Imagine Zero Weld County um, is a coalition that we run. It's a collaboration of government agencies, community-based organizations, um, nonprofit organizations, and community members. And we all work to provide outreach, education, and suicide prevention resources. Um, many of the individuals and the agencies that work um, to make this coalition happen are um, individuals that have had personal loss of loved ones to suicide. Um, so there's a lot of passion behind what they do. Um, Imagine Zero, really the goal of it is to build a wider and stronger um, safety net of suicide prevention resources within the Northern Colorado community and normalize kind of the conversation around mental health care, suicide, um, and all of that good stuff. So I actually work for North Range Behavioral Health, um, and we are the community mental health center that serves Weld County. So the collaboration between North Range and Imagine Zero really just feels like a natural fit. Um, North Range is the backbone agency of Imagine Zero. We kind of provide the administrative stuff um, and host and facilitate some of that. Um, my direct position is the program coordinator for suicide education and support services. So kind of all lumped together in one big um, mental health group of a lot of different agencies trying to work together towards the same common goal. Yeah, that's exciting. That's really important work. Like what kind of I guess what does that what does that look like? Like what kind of services do you provide for education and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my entire position really focuses on um education and prevention and support. Um, so within our CES department, we do a lot of community trainings. Um, those include mental health first aid trainings. Um, QPR trainings, which are, stands for question, persuade, refer. Um, we even go into all of the high schools or the majority of the high schools in the Weld County area and do safe team programs. Um, and it's just an opportunity to get in the community, get in schools and talk about suicide and talk about mental health um, and talk about these signs and symptoms that we all could notice and potentially make a difference in someone's life. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Well, most people listening to this podcast are going to be UNC students. I was curious about if there's anything unique you see with like college populations or what you'd want college students to know about suicide prevention. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am actually a UNC alum, so go Bears. It's pretty cool to be having the opportunity to talk to UNC students. Um, Really with college students right now, you know, the typical college experience is pretty stressful anyways. Um, but you add finals going on right now, you add COVID into the mix, you add um, all the other craziness that's going on in the world right now. And that really can um, add on to the stressors of everyday life for sure. So. Um, I guess the biggest thing that we want college students to know about their mental health and suicide and suicide prevention is that um, you all are not alone um, in working through your mental health. Um, 
we really want to push talking about your mental health, make it as simple as talking about your physical health, um, make it as important as talking about your physical health and taking care of um, your mental wellness as much as you take care of your physical wellness. So um, we really just want to ensure the community that you're not alone in feeling what you're feeling and that um, if you need help coping through what you're feeling, there's a whole toolbox, whole resource book um, that is out there and available to you to help you work through some of those mental health challenges. Thank you. So yeah, I think you're right. I think that's so important. And it is so hard to talk about, especially if people are feeling suicidal, it can be really scary to like, come forward and sort of speak those feelings out loud. Um, I've known some people who like, will sort of keep those feelings a secret because they don't know a lot about what happens in treatment and recovery. Can you tell people like what their rights are when they go to seek help and what that initial process looks like? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You'll probably hear me a lot throughout our conversation compare our mental health to our physical health. Um, Similar to when you go to a doctor's appointment, your privacy is always protected. Um, you're protected under the HIPAA law. Um, so your pri- or your information cannot be shared. Um, mental health is the same thing. It falls under the HIPAA law, um, the same way those medical records are protected. So it always is completely confidential, um, dependent on the situation, of course, and where someone does talk about these feelings or where they go to seek help. Um, Every situation can be a little bit different, but at the end of the day, um, mental health providers are really just trying to help and keep those individuals that are feeling suicidal um, in the safest possible situation that they can be. So it totally just depends on a case-by-case scenario, but I think it's really important to stress that privacy is always protected. Um, It won't be something that's blasted out to a lot of people or even blasted out to family or friends um, because that falls under a HIPAA law, so. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, So on a one-on-one basis, what can people do to support friends who are maybe suicidal? And on the flip side, like when is it necessary to seek outside help instead of just trying to support one-to-one? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, Oftentimes people don't understand that we are so capable of supporting our loved ones in the mental health journey um, and challenges that arise. So the biggest thing that we encourage is really to educate yourself um, on what some of these signs and symptoms are of mental health distress. And we encourage that by the trainings that I kind of mentioned with you earlier, the mental health first aid and QPR um, and the safe teens. It really just sets us up on a platform of what's the right terminology to use? What are some of these signs and symptoms I'm looking out for? um, And gives you a good base for that. Um, On the support piece, it really comes down to listening non-judgmentally and sharing that sense of hope. Um, We really don't want to shame people. We really don't want to should on people. Um, People do not need someone to fix their problems. They need a safe and non-judgmental space to express how they're feeling. 
Um, so I think that's really important to remember is you really just have to show your support and love to someone um, and be that listening ear. Um, and then to kind of wrap that all around, you really want to know about the resources and professional help that's available within your communities, within your schools, um, so that you can know where to go and where to refer people to if they need further help than you. Um, I think sometimes we think that we can fix everyone and we hope that our loved ones stay in a little bubble of wellness and we would do anything we can to protect them, but um, sometimes we're not qualified for that. And so it's nice to have kind of a pocketbook of references that we're able to turn to when is needed. Absolutely. Yeah. Connecting people to outside sources is always so, so helpful just to know that like, you don't have to be the person to fix everything. <laughs> I'm curious, could you tell us a little bit more about like what those signs and symptoms are? Yeah, absolutely. Know um, look out for? In a lot of our trainings that we do, we really just talk about being aware. Um, I think Sometimes we think a lot of teenagers being moody and angry um, and having kind of irregular patterns of things. Um, but if that's their normal behavior, then that's their normal behavior. But if we're aware of, um, you know, so-and-so seems to be going through this and they've been going through this for a little while now, and that just is not how they normally act. Um, something seems going on. I think really trusting your gut and being aware of what it's telling you um, goes a really long way. Um, in turn to that, um, irregular sleeping patterns and eating patterns, mood shifts, um, sense of hopelessness um, are some really big signs and symptoms that you can pick up on. Um, but again, it's just noticing those and um, not pushing them past and ignoring them. It's really tuning up on them and making sure that we do something about them. Right. Yeah. So in this profession, talking about this all the time, how do you practice self-care and what makes you feel hopeful in the work that you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Self-care is a big deal, especially in helping professions. Um, if we are not taking care of ourselves, then we cannot take care of others. Um, I really, I'm a Colorado local, born and raised here, and feel very fortunate that we can walk outside, um, except for right now when it's pouring rain, but we can walk outside and enjoy so much sunshine and mountains um, and this playground that we get to live in. I just feel really fortunate that that's a resource for us. So I um, try to enjoy my time outside. Um, I'm lucky enough to have somewhat of a little farm that I live on. So that brings me a lot of joy. Um, and just stepping out of this role and being able to enjoy those little things, I pride myself on um, my self-care routine. Um, as far as what makes me feel hopeful, um, I really feel hopeful for this generation that's coming up. Um, there's so much resiliency being shown in our nation right now of people um, beyond all odds rising to the top of occasions. And um, really this generation is so open about talking 
talking through things, talking through their feelings, talking through what they believe in. Um, and that wasn't the case 20 years ago. People did not enjoy talking about their mental health. They didn't enjoy talking about their opinions um, for the fear of being shut down or the stigma around it. So um, it makes me feel so hopeful to be able to see the amount of people that are working to break down that stigma of mental health. Um, I really believe it's shining more now than ever. So definitely, that's definitely something we've noticed on our campus too, is like, it's gotten a lot easier to talk about mm -hmm. mental health, but kind of the harder it's gotten around us, I yeah. guess, but even over COVID and stuff. Absolutely. Well, my last big question for you is that if anyone listening to this either needs help or wants to get more involved in this like helping type of work, what resources would you recommend to them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the company that I am with, North Range Behavioral Health, they provide um, compassionate, comprehensive care for individuals who are facing a mental health or addiction challenge. Um, so if that is the case, um, check out northrange.org. Um, or we also have a crisis support um, services right here in downtown Greeley. So this is for if someone you know is experiencing a behavioral health emergency. Um, these crisis services are available 24-7, 365 days a year. Um, we are located in downtown Greeley. So oftentimes walking distance from the campus. Um, the address there is 928 12th Street. Um, or you're welcome to call the hotline as well, which is um, 844-493-8255. Um, and again, that line is 24-7, 365 days a year. Um, if individuals check out the North Range website as well, it has a whole list of resources available um, dependent on situations, of course. Um, my department is the Suicide Education and Support Services. Um, and this is for if someone here is looking to learn more how to help with suicide prevention, or if anyone has lost someone to suicide, um, we do a lot of support groups and postvention work as well. Um, our information is also listed on the North Range website, or you can call me directly at 970-313-1089. Um, sorry, I'm plugging lots of resources here for you guys. Um, no, it's great. <laughs> and then as far as, um, more in-depth pre prevention work with Imagine Zero, um, we do have Facebook and Instagram. So we have socials that you guys all can check out. Our Facebook is Imagine Zero of Weld County. And then our Instagram is Imagine Zero underscore Weld County. Um, and again, that gives lots of resources on those social media outlets as well to kind of get in contact and get involved. Perfect, awesome, that's great. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. Yeah, you're so welcome. Yeah, I would just really encourage individuals, um, whether you yourself are going through a mental health crisis or you 
know of someone that might be struggling and going through some mental health challenges, um, to really just reach out and find someone to talk to. Um, so often, as we said, we're trying to break down the stigma of holding that all in. Um, but to really just remember, you're not alone. It's okay to not be okay. And nine times out of 10, there's some other individuals out there that are experiencing the same feelings you are. So um, to really just get your foot in the door and start talking about the way you're feeling is super important. And I would say probably my biggest takeaway for anyone that's listening out there today. Yeah, absolutely. It gets easier the more you do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that is all for today, I guess. Thank you. Thank you, Elliot, for having us on here. Thank you all so much for listening. And thanks again to Logan Shaw for making the time to talk with me. We have two more episodes coming up tomorrow. So stay tuned to hear about menstrual equity and mindful self-compassion. Stay up to date with everything happening at CPE by following us on our Instagram at UNCO underscore CPE. This podcast is brought to you by the University of Northern Colorado's Center for Peer Education and was recorded in Greeley, Colorado by Logan Shaw and Elliot Sutton. And was recorded in Greeley, Colorado by Logan Shaw and Elliot Sutton. Our incredible theme music is by Cole Ramirez. You can listen to more of his work on SoundCloud at Cole Ramirez. Editing and mixing by Elliot Sutton. You are not in this alone. You have the support and solidarity of so many people, including all of us here at CBE. Stay cool, stay healthy, and stay safe out there. I love you. Bye.